Hello. What's up? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Cool, man. Cool. Shit. I could get um my boy Arius up in here. What you All been right. up to? Shit, man. Just fucking maintaining myself. You know, fucking uh, still crafting shit. I've been working on these little incense burners lately. They're like cauldrons slash incense burners. Oh, you got to send me a picture of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I just made this little brass one. It came out pretty dope, you know. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Fucking, uh, that's about it, really. You know, my, my shit's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody um worked somebody uh bought something from you recently. One of the pots something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's um she's like she's not one of my homies, she's like an internet homie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, she's like like um we we get people in the in the community, we be getting people talking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's the dope thing about platforms like this, man. You know, is it it lets people know that it's okay. You know, like you, you ain't you ain't a fucking outcast and a weirdo as much as you fucking think. There are other fucking weird ass people out here doing weird shit. So right, right. <laughs> right. way weirder actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. And it's all grand. It's all grand, beautiful shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. But shit, what you been up to, man? I was in New York for a couple of days earlier oh. last month. Yeah, somebody uh, uh, flew me out there to go play some shows. Hmm. What part yeah. of New York? Um, I was staying in Harlem, but I think the show was downtown. Oh, okay. I honestly, I wasn't even there long enough. It was like every ride we took was thirty minutes away. Hmm. So everything was far as fuck from each other. Yeah, I, I didn't get no pizza. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked yeah, up. Cause New York pizza is fucking, it's the shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I heard right. I was like, damn. Yeah, I remember when I was out there. They had this one spot that sold a lasagna that was like the size of a fucking sewer cover and shit. And I was like, God damn, dude, like for what, like $19? Like out here or something like that, be like fucking 25, 30 bucks and shit, you know? But that shit was bomb as fuck. I did not get the experience. Yeah, man. Next time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. How's it going, y'all? Pretty good, man. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. So I'm late trying to figure oh, out the uh, email situation. Got right shit to do. Completely understood. <laughs> How y'all doing? Pretty good. We are chilling. Yeah. All right, man. Let me let me hit the intro real quick. I got the Duke of Darkness in here. I got the Beast of the Laboratory in here. And y'all are hanging out with the one, the only, Sephiroth of South Central, the Black Chris Jericho, Rob Zombie's illegitimate step son, step brother, 
Ozzy Osbourne and Will Smith's love child, the Fresh Prince of Darkness, aka Kelvin Chaos. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. Hey. <laughs> So um we so so I remember all of that all this week I was thinking about like man what am I gonna talk to these dudes about because y'all it's so great first of all thank you guys both so much for coming on the show of course man it's good to be here you know no problem yeah, yeah it's so great to get both of you guys because um right now actually um Arius your your show your your episode is the most popular episode I've had in like the last three months oh really wow yeah and i don't know what it is about it but like i (laughs) I think it was one of the longest ones too i was trying to keep them like around 30 minutes because i had my uh listeners started to drop off the longer they got Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah but i checked the uh, but i was like i can't like cut any of this because it's all you know all this information is pertinent i was like well i'm not gonna edit it so it's gonna be however long it is I checked out your um your episode just the other day and I had over twenty-five views on it. Alright. I mean listens. And then the the one I did with Roxy Vale, who is like she just started her own podcast too. Hers is like right below that. And I was like, dang, look at this. Mm. So um so I I'm in a bunch of like, you know, black goth groups and stuff like that on Facebook. And a bunch of people were trying, they were like, I posted it in these groups and those are the people that were listening to it. They were asking me a bunch of questions. (laughs) And, right? Yeah. (laughs) And the most questions I was getting, this, uh, these are the questions I got. And we can go through them because I wrote them down. So we got, um, they wanted to hear more about spiritual, uh, places of spiritual significance, if you guys know any of that. Um, good items to start with and other online communities that are good for beginners. I gave her your YouTube channel and told her to start there. Um. <laughs> the last one was because <laughs> that shit's so funny to me. <laughs> Y'all niggas! Right. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's uh, necessarily set up. Uh, well, no, actually, I don't aim and set up for beginners. No, I'm not. I'm uh, not really sympathetic, but <laughs> you can do it. Do it. <laughs> right. And then the last one was um, she's this. This question I thought was ridiculous, but I'm answering anyway. She said, "How do you go to the alcohol store and not spin a G in your first trip?" <laughs> Okay. Like, easy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Leave your goddamn credit cards at home. Mm. Nah, but um, so yeah, so let's start with the places of spiritual significance. Mm, okay. Um. Well, I mean, the what comes to mind when you say places of spiritual significance is like uh. Two different types of things. It's either places that you create, or places that uh, I guess would resonate with a certain energy because of the events that took place. Um. So I mean, I guess I, I'm more so pretty sure you're referring to the lat to the uh, the latter. That's what I assumed she was 
yeah, I figure anywhere where there was a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I'm thinking like uh, plantations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Um, I, gu- I guess it depends on the kind of the kind of um, experience you're looking for. What type of of what type of experience you're trying to tap into? Because you can go to some place that's, that's been traveled by a lot of people, but that's not necessarily going to be more significant because it's more popular. Um, and you could you could find places that are highly significant that that um that no one knows about. So, but in terms of finding them, I mean, there's not necessarily like a the kind of place you know it, it's basically what's going to make it significant or what's going to make it significant or sacred is the attachment you have to it mm-hmm. so, like um you know you could take a a santeria guy to a christian place and you know he's not going to be overwhelmed but the christian would you know or vice versa so it um if you're looking for new types of sacred places to get into i would say uh Jump at jump at what what interests you. You know, don't necessarily see think of the reasons why you can't do it. But if it's interesting, look up, look into. It. Right, or if there's like a spiritual that you feel drawn to it, you know, do some research on it because it might be only significant to you. Mm-hmm. And you know, even then, that's more than enough significance to make it sacred. Right. Like when I was talking about the, the the sacred spaces that you make yourself, um, that's that's wholly significant because you've made it sacred. But exactly. equally, if or if not more sacred. Okay. All right. So let's let's keep going because uh, yeah, I was surprised at the 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 questions I was getting. I was like, dang, I didn't know y'all listened to all our the whole hour. Heck <laughs> yeah, when you put the fire out there, they gotta listen. Right? <laughs> right? So, okay. Um, then the next thing, like I, they said, online communities that are good for beginners. And I'm thinking specifically because I feel like I haven't met anybody, I mean, other people that talk like you two talk. You know, like I've, I've um, dabbled in some, some other, you know, communities as far as, but, you know, I can't say they were kind of gatekeepy, but I didn't feel like I was learning a lot, you know? Mm. I felt like I learned a lot talking to you guys. So, um, I don't know. I, like, I, I recommended her check out your YouTube channel because I, I really enjoyed it. It was very informative. Okay. I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, what, what end you're trying to meet. I think she was, um, I think she's just like new into occultism in general. And I think she doesn't even know what she wants to do it with it yet. But she's, she seems very interested. Like, um, we've talked about some other stuff, not, not anything occult related, but, um, we seem to be on, you know, similar path. And I told her, you know, I, I basically just, um, whatever strikes my mind, I remember I was telling you last time, I think I told both of you, what got me into the occult was, um, was Harry Houdini. Mm. Was, like, I was reading about magic, like, you know, like not magic with a K, but like, you know, 
magic with a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like parlor tricks, you know, like I wanted to be a ventriloquist when I was a kid. I don't know if I told both of you guys that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there's like a bunch of parlor tricks. Did you ever see The Prestige? Or any of those kind of- um, No, like I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was this Chris Angel specials. I was all into the whole like sleight of hand thing as a child. Oh, I remember that dude, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I thought magic magic was fake, you know? Like, I, I was like, that's not real. And then I started reading these books, and I was like, wait a second, that's the real magic. Like, the whole sleight of hand thing is covering up for the real magic. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so I kind of fell into it. It was like I said, it was never really my intention to, you know, really uncover this information. Then um, a bunch of stuff that I liked, you know, I was into uh, a lot of bands that are into the occult. I, um, I read Spawn. Spawn is like very heavily influenced by that stuff. I think Harry Houdini makes a cameo in Spawn. Hmm. Yeah, which Aleister Crowley doesn't. Also, Jimmy Page owns Aleister Crowley's house. I don't know if you guys know that. Huh. Jimmy Page. The guitarist from Led Zeppelin. Ah. Yeah, the one that died, right? It's fucking weird, right? <laughs> Nobody ever fucking talks about that shit. <laughs> like, that's strange. They're like, no, you know, he just loves rock and roll. I'm like, nah, this nigga is like onto that left hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it could but, be a novelty. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. So yeah, Richie Blackmore is one, is my favorite guitarist. He used to conduct seances in in band rehearsal huh mm. yeah and one dude um was faking it i think vivian bain who is the guitarist from uh he's the bass player from from dio and like a bunch of other of those bands around the time he's um he used to fake it like they'd be on coked out or whatever you know <laughs> and and the dude was like faking it one night with some girl he was just like Right, this nigga's mad as fuck. He wants to his dude sleep, and he douses his bed in in uh in gasoline and lights the bed on fire. Oh and shit! On fire. Before he realizes that he's about to die. Damn. And after that, I was like, this nigga must have been so mad. Like, you know, like, why else would you do that? Doing all kind of shit for the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right? So I was like, that's when I started taking this seriously. I was like, yo, you don't just light a man on fire. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> Could have got me dismembered from my me like my soul could have got taken out of my body. You over here fucking around. Company you keep was yes. You know? <laughs> right? Oh, I thought shit. that shit was hilarious. I was like, yo, this is funny. Like, let me deep like deep dive into it. Started deep diving into it. Right. That's how I got into it. So you know, I think we talked about you guys. But tell me about a little bit of everybody's background. I know you both told it on your previous episodes, but if you could just give me a little bit just for the people who probably haven't heard that episode um Arius you can go first okay okay cool um well um shit I'm uh an occultist and metaphysician um the occult is really broad there's a lot of shit 
involved in the occult. So uh, it's not saying much to say that, but the word occult means hidden. Um, so you're dealing with the, the non-apparent aspect of reality. Uh, metaphysics is, uh, to put it simply, the physics of physics. It's the under, it's, it's, whatever, whatever physics is in terms of the physical world, metaphysics is going to be that for physics itself. Um, I got into the occult just, I just wanted to answer some stuff. I was tired of, of, you know, just, you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, and halfway through something and thinking I'm explaining it. I prefer to just know, so I started looking. Beautiful. <laughs> Yo. And you, I, I see what you found is all things you were looking for. Exactly, and more. <laughs> mm. All right, uh, um, Stephen, can you can you give us a little bit of your background? Yeah, so shit, I'm a uh, demonologist slash energy worker. You know, because when you really break it down, whether you're a fucking spiritual Satanist or a, or a fucking Reiki practitioner, you know, it's all energy work. You know, um, and as far as where I started out. At a young age, you know, maybe like 15, 16, I had certain experiences that I needed answers to, you know, and uh, did the whole typical fucking freaking the fuck out because some of these experiences, running to the church, running back, shit like that. And uh, shit, now I'm here, you know. <laughs> now I'm here and I, it's fucking beautiful. Mm hmm. Yeah, you guys are amazing. By the way, I'm so glad I met you guys. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I was straight up out here like, oh man, what am I? I'm just gonna go tell nobody. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what kind of weird shit I be reading? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, God, don't be looking through none of my damn. <laughs> 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 I like freaking people out. It's funny. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Well, if you ain't right. you, if you ain't freaking people out, you ain't doing it right. Exactly. Very true. Very fucking true. Now, <laughs> now, last question, now the last question that we're gonna get um, from from users, and then I, I have some stuff that I wanted to talk about with you guys. Um, the lady that asked, "How do you not spend a thousand dollars?" Simple. Go to uh, Arius's store, the Alco right. Corner store, and <laughs> mm. significantly cheaper. <laughs> right? Get it for the hood price. He's home up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Steve has got a gang of shit too. Like, buy from these dudes. Right. But, but like, um, to to talk about how to like what to begin with, like just 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 begin. Um, yeah. Just begin. You're, you're not going to get it. It's going to be confusing. Um, you're probably going to look stupid. But, <laughs> you, know, you get past that. Scared as fuck. It's part of the process. So, you know, just do something. And then you'll, you'll look back on them like, what the fuck was I doing? But, you know, yeah. so just do stuff. And then it, it'll, it'll progress itself. Dope. Yeah. I mean, shit. There's always fucking Google. You know, <laughs> like shit, like you hear a certain word during the meditation, you see a certain vision or whatever, fucking Google that shit. You, you know, something and you see a word, shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So I don't think I really got to ask. Um, I wanted to talk about both of you guys' stores a little bit more. Like um, that was like the point of me bringing you on both both of y'all. And then we all we we ended up talking about so many things. I didn't even get to talk about what do you sell this time, uh, Stephen? Because um, like I said, we had a we had a mutual uh, 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 follower make a purchase. I heard that that thing was so dope. It was, it was a necklace, right? Yeah. Yeah, I actually make these uh these pendants that are also um, lockets. So the purpose of those is so that you can um like interact with the materials that you keep within them. You know, like you can put like an affirmation in there. You can keep like different types of crystals and stones and shit. You know, and uh, yeah, you can just pop it open when they when the crystals need to be cleansed or when the affirmation needs to be switched out. You know, and. Uh, Cause the you know if it's locked up if the stone is locked up in there I feel like you can't really just interact with the energy of that stone you know so yeah she bought one of those and I'm glad that she's happy as fuck with it that's yeah that's wonderful I was like man I gotta get some stuff <laughs> yeah and, and uh, a little bit, you have that sculpture thing that you do too that's different right yeah yeah I do uh, metal and wire sculptures that are fully articulated like the uh like everything has a joint you know everything from the neck the fingers the ankles everything and uh i make them from scratch starting with a skeleton and the musculature and you know then the final skin and everything like that and uh yeah i mean i've been doing that shit since i was like what like six or seven you know and it's just slowly progressed into what it is now you know that's great that's wonderful all right yeah Arius, tell us about the uh i'll call i'll call i'll call damn it i'll call corner, corner, corner store yeah <laughs> 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 uh okay cool cool uh yeah yeah it's uh me and my wife oh uh, real quick though uh Beast, I, I really do love your pieces, man. I see the stuff you uh, post on Instagram, pictures of them. Oh, uh, shit. I, yeah, I love them shits, man. I just know one Thanks. of these days, one of the things they're going to speak to me and be like, I got to get that one. Yo, same, right? I'm just waiting for the one. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm working on this shit right now. Like, I'm working on the uh, this line of baby dragons and small snakes. So, shit, maybe that might be the lick right there. You know, but uh, down there, I'm gonna come down there. Yeah, man, we ain't that far away from each other. I know. I'll be. I think I'll be in Culver City next week. I'll hit you up. All right, sounds good, man. Yeah. Let me say real. Uh, no, I was just gonna say real quick. Like I saw that fucking copy of Cyclomancy that you have on your on your website. Mm Mhm. And thank you so much for putting that shit in a fucking book man because <laughs> I tried to fucking print that shit out one time off the internet and I just fucked up a gang of paper and printer ink so thank you for doing what you did <laughs> right bro no yeah no, no problem man uh, yeah that's, that's where I'll jump off at then um yeah me and my wife we do a coke corner store um one of the things I do personally is the book um I do book binding uh, so I can take it from the file and uh, get it all the way down to uh, fold up the papers. I stitch them up. So all the books are sewn. 
they're glued and they have the book rip so you don't need to fold up the pages mm. shit. they all come with that standard um what I basically do is I take uh, out of print text or stuff that's really hard to find and um just put it into something that's that's, that's um portable you know easy easy size to carry and uh at a, a reasonable price, I guess you could say, for the labor. Because I do mm. all of them by hand. So it's not a... only thing, only Damn. machine is the, the, the printing of the paper. After that, it's just all me putting it together. Um, that's dope. Yeah, that's one thing I do. Um, as far as a folk corner store, also, um, my wife, she does a lot of the candles and the other uh, items we sell there. Um, these wax candles, most of them, um, she can give you the details on exactly how, how what's significant it is but I mean the candles are more sturdy they burn differently um, but yeah she has the details on, on the difference in the wax but there's different hmm. types of candles she got the penis candles uh, the vagina candles um, there's different skull candles and she's um, she's constantly coming up with different different things to do for mold so she still got that she comes up with uh, she's got the different herbs she uh she bases her blends on um Palo on Palo Mayombe. Um it's like the uh uh I think Bobby Hemmett would say it was the darker side of Santeria. Hmm. Um so yeah, Damn. most of the herbs are gonna be based on that, on those blends. Um, because she works with Paulo herself. And uh don't forget stuff, she's got the oils and um and yeah, she and she has different uh, box sets and packages for different ideas and concepts and things you want to do. And she also does um, ritual work as well. Uh, we have a few clients we've been working with for a while now. Hmm. Um, and last but not least, um, I do consulting work for people who are doing the occult. Um, right now, actually, I probably need about another month, month and a half. I want to iron out all the details because uh, I looked at that shit and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Is basically <laughs> that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm about to gut all this shit, and so I've been um, reconfiguring it to make sure that I can give people actual things that are going to. They aren't just going to feel like we sat there and you talked and picked my brain, and now you're going to forget all this shit tomorrow. You know. Uh. And so, because I've had consultations before with people, and you know, it, it, it's still, well, I'm getting a little bit of information. Well, wow, wow, I blew my mind there, and, and then it's over, you know. And so, I, I didn't want to leave it at that. So, I, I, uh, I'm in the process of, fun- of getting that to function properly. You probably need about another month and a half on that. But, um, hmm. other than that, that's the, um, that's it in a nutshell. And we're on Instagram too. So, uh, you can find yeah. me whole line of stuff and links to that stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I'd be reposting your stuff. Because the the whole thing, who did your logo? Did you do all that stuff? Yeah, I did the logo. Dang, that's fire. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hmm. I I worked on that for a minute, man. I'm not a fucking (laughs) graphic designer, but I, I can do a little bit with the computer. It'd be like that. You when you're starting your own business, you wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, that's dope. Okay, so now this is this is um the next section, the next section we up in there. So um, this is this is a very special episode to me, you know, because it takes place during Black History Month. Mm. You know, so that's the thing that I I really wanted to um, touch on. I felt so I don't I, again I don't know if I told you these this part, but um this month I wanted to do things that were very you know specific to black people that I haven't seen really anywhere else and um I read a lot about African you know traditions folklore and stuff like that but there's just like not a lot of there's not a lot of um it's it's I can't say it's well protected but it's like you know modern I say modern black people they're not you know particularly interested in it um people that do know it um you know either a they don't live here or they're not um able to pass down the information you know like it like it should have been or like it should be so um i was reading a book that's about you know african folklore and how the stories are used basically the stories that use like spells to pass on your ancestral lineage and things like that so i just wanted to talk about i just went like an open discussion what do you guys feel like is the best way like because of the the way that we are i feel like the the world is you know changing and that more more black people are going to be more like us where they're choosing you know less from this um what is that word compulsive christianity (laughs) (laughs) you know where it's not like like now people are starting to wake up and i feel like you know this is one of the platforms and this is going to be one of the first episodes that people go like oh man they were doing that back 10 years ago you know <laughs> 10 years, people got to be hitting you up are you mr arius bookman are you <laughs> i heard your i heard your tales long ago <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know like we're at like the forefront of this shit you know so like um what do you what do you guys feel like should be like going for i it's like I'm, I'm i can't get the words out what i'm trying to say but i feel like going forward there's like a new um consciousness for for the black diaspora for them. and i feel like you know this part is very included what kind of information do you guys feel like we want to add like going forward like how would you like to see it expand into the the black diaspora into the consciousness hmm. Hmm. or you can simplify that if you can figure out how <laughs> yeah see that's the thing man that's the thing like it takes a certain type of person to be able to do this shit yeah. you know a certain type of mindset to be able to to shift your perception to be able to grasp and interpret a lot of the messages and, and shit like this you know, and uh, I just don't think a lot of a lot of people, especially black people, you know, with that fucking slave ass mindset, a lot of them have are up to the task, man. Yeah. You know, while there like, are. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's why I made the show, because I was like, I have never even seen this. So many people are afraid, you know, like a lot of people I do know do it like won't come on a show because they're mm. oh, job. I'm like, nigga, nobody's listening to this like that. But <laughs> you really never know, you know, like like you said, like ten years from now they could be like, oh, you Kelvin. 
So I'm like, you know, we're we're at the front of this, you know, like it feels like nobody's ready, but I feel like they're ready because we're ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there are a lot of people that are waking the fuck up. You know, there are a lot of people that are starting to see that this shit is fucking busted, man. It's been busted for fucking hundreds of years now. Since its inception. It was exactly. Exactly. It's never fucking run properly. You know, and it needs to go, you know, but um, like I said, there's there's still a certain type of person that that should be able to fucking get in here and grasp what the fuck is going on. And as long as there's fucking fear in that old fucking programming from the fucking church and society and your parents and all that shit, you ain't going to fucking make it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to the initiator, yeah. maybe share with us an experience that you had. I'll go first this time. And I'll share an experience that I had when I knew that I I couldn't go back. Mm. Because there was a time, you know, in my life where I was like mortified of not being a Christian. So even even though I knew what I knew, I was like, I don't want to know this. <laughs> and for me, it was like from a very early age, like, I don't know, I want to say I was like nine or 10 years old when I knew this shit didn't work for me for real. Mm. And the, the blessing that I have, you know, is that my mom is Christian, but she is the strangest Christian woman I know. <laughs> my mom was all into tarot. Hmm. all into all cold shit but I, I basically got into a lot of the things because of my mom and my mom was one of the first people and my uncle R.I.P. rest his soul um, would, would um, my uncle actually he was the craziest one he was the one that pointed out to me the Nephilim like I never noticed hmm. this he said hey hmm. nephew read this passage <laughs> and I was like, I read that passage before. I don't know what that word means. He goes, they the fallen angels. I was like, what the fuck does this shit mean? I don't want to know. What this <laughs> means. Like, nah, bro. This is, like, this is what you gotta know. This is the important shit. And he was always like that. He never gave a fuck about what nobody thought about him. Mm. Like, for real. Like, didn't give a fuck. He read all the books, all the demon books, the angel books. He read all the books. He wanted to know everything. He was like, try DMT. It'll change your life. Hell yeah. Right? You know, like he was he was like the 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 open the ultimate open-minded guy was my uncle. And then when he passed away, like I remember like I was at his deathbed, you know, watching him leave, and it was like I felt his spirit around me, like right after he passed, and he was like around for a few days. And mm. I was like, man, you know, like Christianity doesn't really have an explanation for this, you know, or they do, but it's like it, it was always contradictory. It never made any sense. Like they're basically like, well, only Jesus can talk to spirits. So you're like, so <laughs> you can talk to spirits. You're just not supposed to. Yeah. But that's like saying, you know, like um, only I can uh, only only I can drink vodka. You know, I put it at the top of the cabinet. You can't get it. Bitch, when you leave out the house, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> exactly what the fuck I'm going to do. You should have just never let me know it was there. 
because now that I know it's there, I want to know what that shit is. Mm. Right? And he that's how he pointed it out to me. He said, so they never said that no one else could perform I mean, uh, uh, exorcisms. They said you shouldn't do it. Right? They say Jesus is the only person that's supposed to do that. So it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means he's the only one that's supposed to do it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right? I was like, mm, good. That's, that very, that's, that's a good distinction. I was like, yeah, if you're like me, I'm not the only nigga to ever walk the face of the earth that was contrary. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not the only contrary nigga. If you tell me not to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm like, huh. Right? We'll do it in your face. <laughs> yeah. If you want me to get me to do me, if you want me to do something, tell me not to do it. That's exactly how you'll get me. <laughs> <laughs> so I started reading this shit and I was like none of this shit makes sense I'm gonna do all of that don't do this yes I'm gonna do it okay I wanna perform a resurrection now myself that's like I wanna walk on water I wanna do all this shit hmm. right I was like why can't why is Jesus the only person that you can part water I used to be up in the bathtub trying to, trying to make the water part that's great you know <laughs> and see I'm saying like that's what I wouldn't even tell nobody cause I was like yo nobody's ever tried that like I'm the only nigga that's ever thought to do that I don't think so when I was a kid I know I could do it with my leg that was right? the you know you make the water move <laughs> I'm I could never do it but I'm saying like I, you know, I was like, that's like, you know, everybody used to try to do Kamehameha. How many times did you really think that something was going to come out of your hands? <laughs> you just yell long enough, you become a super saiyan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but real... Hey, but real shit, though, that's the appropriate mindset to have, man. That fucking, uh, that scientific experimental mindset. And just be like, you know what? What if? And let's just try some shit. Let's see what the fuck happens. I'm going to see. You yeah. know? If it don't happen, then now I know. But I would never know if I don't try. Yes. So I tried it. Didn't work. What if I would have resurrected somebody? I would have screamed. You know? <laughs> or what if it did happen, but it just happened in, like, the middle of India somewhere in some fucking poor village? Exactly. <laughs> then they would have had you strung up calling you a witch or some shit. It's really what it is is infinite potential. Like, what if all humans were had the capabilities of Jesus? Uh, you. Some people would say that we do. It just takes a certain fucking mindset and practice to fucking bring those things outside of yourself to manifest those abilities. You know. I'm a God. If you're a child of the the, of God, then you're equal equal stature to Christ. That's like that's right? big math. Hmm. It's made in your image, right? Yeah, they said made it's in your means that mm-hmm. we have the same capability or the same potential. That's what yep. I it's all even says like, in the book. He's even like you'll do the same things I've done, same things and more. Yeah. Right? That's also I was like, I read this. These are your rules, not mine. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I read it, it said that, and they're like, No, that's not true. I'm not supposed to resurrect dead niggas. I'm not supposed to walk across. I'm not supposed to turn water into wine. What the hell can I do? Sit there, shut the fuck up, and learn how to be a proper human being. 
give right and give right. Don't ask no fucking questions. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, yo, if you're a scientist, if you're a musician, they tell you like, like some of the most amazing things I've seen humans do with instruments or with their bodies seems impossible. You know, like dudes doing backflips. Like I watch pro wrestling. Niggas do five backflips, jumping off the top rope every night. Over Look, the get two shit. stoners, get two stoners a gram of weed and nothing to roll with. You'll see some amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, the top, so yeah. <laughs> and that's like when we're when we're like bogged down by stupid shit. You know, we're over here depressed by our our girlfriend or whatever. My, my girl didn't text me back. Fucking up your potential. about that but it's pretty fucking dope i will say that <laughs> but like everybody's got a special power right they got that one dalzim dude the one that that could extend his arms all far and shit yeah and and uh the guy that could walk on coals and then there, and then there was a guy that could make his body all hard and in the five daily venoms everybody had like a special power one dude could make yeah impossibly hard or some shit the toad yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah and i was like yo this is all like just the power of meditation and hard work and, you know doing the thing dedicating yourself to the thing <laughs> right what if we were like on oh, some crazy sh i always feel like the future of humans is that we're going to be telep to telepathically talking to each other vibrating in and out of you know places and be like hold on i gotta go to the store vibrate there vibrate back home hmm well, see, that, that's my that's my beef with the whole religion of humanity, because just from the premises that, that that the idea of humanity gives you, it doesn't entail that that was already our path, right? Yes. Which, is, which is the actual, you know, the, the actual fact of the matter. You know, is it's not it's not simply that you know one day we're gonna be able to do it, is that we already have the capacity. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. like time travel. We were talking about that last time. Mm -hmm. Hell mm -hmm. yeah. Hell yeah. Shit, throw in a fucking song from your childhood and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> right? That's fucking time travel. You know, you can't tell me that my mind isn't fucking making it real when I can smell the fucking smell of the summer air. You know, when I can fucking remember tasting the fucking soda, all that shit. You know? Right? Self is not yeah. the body. So that, that can time travel very freely. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. That's, yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like the future of, like, if the world was the way that it was intended to be, I've always wondered what the potential would be. You know well, what's funny? Is that the world is intended to be exactly what it is now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why we're having this fucking conversation. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Shit, hey, it, th it takes fucking heat and pressure to make fucking diamonds, man, you know? And there's three fucking diamonds sitting here on the fucking line right in fucking now. <laughs> I, uh, have you ever heard the, have you heard of the, um, the Yugas, the system of the Yugas? Um, somewhat. Uh, have you heard of the system, have you heard of the, uh, the Golden Age? 
it's uh, oh, the like the Kali Yugas. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In, in the Golden Age, they have the Golden, Silver, Bronze, and Iron Age. In the Kali Yugas, uh, well, Kali's the Kali Yugas is synonymous with the Iron Age, and I'm, I'm not I'm not even trying to say those Indian words, but they have the the same other ages as well. But anyways, just like you were saying, what what's going on right now is exactly what's supposed to be happening. But you, you can you can see how how what it is you can you can see the potential of what it is that we are and have been and can be, but it, it's going to have to be reflective of, of, of what's going on right now. Most of most of reality and most of existence is going to be reflective of that energy, of that that dead energy, that dense energy. You know, most mm. most motherfuckers ain't supposed to get it. That's how it's going right now. How it's supposed to go. Yep. You know, so you can be mad at them niggas, but that's like being mad at a dog for doing dog shit. Like, it's a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, a lot of motherfuckers are supposed to be exactly where they are. And yep. it's not up to them to do the shit they, they're supposed to get done. True. Yeah. True, true. And the thing that I've been thinking about lately is like how. We actually need those people to not do what we're doing and we need them to believe in the system that's set up. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, you know how these motherfuckers work to run this shit. If they really wanted to, they can make it a hell of a lot worse. And it would make it would be a hell of a lot worse when more and more people start fucking not paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah, and start fucking waking the fuck up and actually doing some real work to discover what they are as a being, not as a fucking human. Mm-hmm. You know, so we need those mm-hmm. fucking idiots and those dolls, those mannequins, those sheep. We need them to fucking play their part so that we can do what the fuck we do in the dark. You know, and I didn't mean exactly. to make a rhyme out of that. It just happened. So hey, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Like I, it to the point beyond where it's like, um, in certain degrees with this shit, you can use these motherfuckers who are dead to your advantage. They work for Ooh, you, yeah, Un, unbeknownst to you know their, their their inability to see this kind of thing. They'll work mm-hmm. for you. They'll do what you yeah. need to do. Mm-hmm. They're here to do. They're not here to to live this consciously. Yes. It's to be dead. <laughs> yep. Just like just like Jesus said, the dead lie with the dead. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> Y'all yeah, just, man. Bar, I'm, just, I'm just over here like. Yo, that's <laughs> what I wanted to say about the um the black the black thing. Um, one of the things I think we need to add to the whole idea discussion is um. Is the concept that not everybody is coming? Yeah, it's been a huge, you know, pull for this idea of oh, we shall overcome, and we gonna come together, and we could just come together, and we gonna come. Together. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not like no. <laughs> you think about the process of transformation for something to grow. You know, uh, like let's take a, a, a butterfly, right? You know, it, it it has this phase where it's just growing and it's huge and it's abundant, and then it goes into a place where it looks like it's dead. And in order hmm. to go from that phase to the place where it's reborn, 
it has to shed that cocoon. It can't mm. take that with it. In fact, every every component that makes up the cocoon is is made so it can be left behind. It's Damn. there to die to that shit. A lot of these niggas are a cocoon for what we're supposed to be. So we, you got if you if you're not ready to let go of that shit, you may as well be the cocoon. Fuck. Gotta Real go. shit. Real shit. You got to be able to fucking embrace your own fucking death, man, and not be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Preaching so hard. Damn. That was... <laughs> was like, yeah, that's what I want niggas to take. I mean, there's plenty... Because I, I can even go into the occultism, the occult side of, of blackness, but just just something simple. That's what niggas need to take is not everybody's coming. That, yeah. The people you love... The motherfuckers you 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 really want to come? Nah. Mm. That's real shit. You gotta be ready for that. I mean, I'm not saying they can't, but it's it's not up to you. Yeah, you got your job and they got theirs. Exactly. And it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. I needed to hear that. but like it resonated in so many different ways because you know like um i had a friend ask me recently because i post a lot of i post a lot of poly memes Mm, i'm not in a a poly relationship at the moment but Mm. uh, (laughs) right but it's like but that's the way i think i was like my brain is definitely programmed that way hmm so if somebody asks me like if even if i don't feel like being with another partner at the moment like it's always gonna be that because i don't want to mislead you like we're hanging out for like two years and i'm like oh by the way this is my girlfriend (laughs) you're what (laughs) and that's how niggas end up dead (laughs) (laughs) three times in the same weekend last year <laughs> for stupid shit. And, and I was like, I am very poly. It was just like I didn't say it loud enough. Right? <laughs> 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 you know, I should have been yelling that shit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with that face, like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought we were gonna get married. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> They're like, nah, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I was like, damn, is that serious? And I was like, dang, I can't even flirt with girls regular no more. It was almost like they'd rather you cheat on them than know you were poly. Mm, right. It's about it's an ego thing. For real? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, damn, I keep that shit to okay. Never mind. You know what? Yeah, I I'd rather you be I'd rather you be a dog than you to tell me that I'm not everything in the world that you need. How dare you? Uh, yeah, true. They're like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, they're like, you can um you if you were fucking up and it, and you slipped up, that would be fine. Love, light, and honesty, and all that shit. And That's like, bullshit. No. <laughs> Yo, that that all positivity shit be killing me. 
Because it's like, yeah, okay. The thing about positive and negative is that they're the two sides of the same coin. So if you got this center of positivity, everything around it is going to be negative. So you you basically making the the, the the world around you negative, and you just oh I'm positive, I'm positive. No, your ass is negative too. Hmm. And they're hiding it behind this little mask, they're trying to pretend or, or appear to be positive, and you're fucking your own shit up. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's bigger and bigger shit to you. That shit you keeps you safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always comes you out. Build, you build up so many walls, you just like the safety is like diminishing returns. It's like you you were safe at one point, but now it's like you can't even get past your own shit. Mm. Just trying to be. Oh, I'm positive. Oh, I'm positive. I don't want to see no negative. Like, nah, you yeah. got your, your positive is gonna get spoiled, right? Yeah, you yeah, can't no. get your blessings if you're not acknowledging the fuck shit, because that's how you get that shit out of your way, so you can add more blessings to your life. You're like, yeah, that's what makes your blessings know. relevant. Yeah, like, if it always rained, what would what would the value? Would, was always sunny. What would the value of a sunny day be if you never seen a, a rainy day? You know? Exactly. Yeah, man. You never appreciate it. It'll be normal to you. Exactly. Yeah, and I think a, I think a lot of people use that positivity shit just to fucking hide you know because they're really afraid you know yeah. they're scared yeah, as fuck yeah. so you want to just walk around with this fucking this mask of just being a nice person all the fucking time mm. you know so that you're nice mm-hmm. to them so then they don't have to fucking change or, or you know fucking face their own shit you know a lot of it's cowardice like uh, a lot of people are, are, are afraid to not be nice yes and if you're afraid to not be nice you can't actually be nice you're not nice. You're mm. just you're not yeah. Same you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're you're a completely different person once you get home and you're by yourself. You know, you're thinking about fucking you're murdering not- that motherfucker at work and all of this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. But then when you get to work the next day, you're all smiles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That motherfucker gets on my goddamn nerves. If a truck hit his ass, I would not care. <laughs> and people are like, oh no, that's so negative. I'm like, man, y'all be thinking mad weird shit. Just yeah. that's how you don't do it. That's how you don't actually go through with the process of whatever it is that you're gonna do. Well, yeah. You don't need to snap because <laughs> you don't yeah. have to think all the time. <laughs> yeah, whenever I hear temporary insanity, I was like, no, it was like that was a great idea at the time. hey and you know what it also makes me think of um like how people need to realize that all emotions have their fucking operative mode you know like what people consider fucking negative such as like hatred or jealousy or envy you can use those things to fucking change your life, man. Mm-hmm. You know, with the proper perception on how that thing ap- actually operates within you and your immediate environment, you can use that shit to fucking superpower some shit if you wanted to. Man, that's how I got through college, actually, because people were... So, <laughs> I had so many people that, that told me I wasn't shit, mm. and it made me so mad that I was like, I must prove you wrong. And I felt very complacent before it was said. And I hate that I'm like that. And at this point, I realized that is where I can be the most successful is if I have opposition for whatever yes. reason. 
I will not be nearly as motivated as then when somebody tells me you can't do it. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've been like trying to find it outside of that. And I was like, man, there's nothing like that wrong. Most of them want to prove somebody wrong. And I realized it's because my ego is that, is that I am a contrarian. It all goes back to that. Mm. <laughs> I will do the opposite of what you tell me. <laughs> I was like, why am I like that? I have no fucking idea. But I'm aware that that's who I am at this point. Shit, at least you're aware of it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers are walking around out here. They have no fucking clue. And they don't care to have one. It's like, yeah, it's like the way you are, you didn't choose, you know? Like, I don't know why I react to those things. It's like, you know, when you don't find out what kind of fetishes you like or like what real thing really like gets you until you try it and you're like, that's surprising. <laughs> hmm. You can, uh, you can, like he was talking about with, um, with, with learning how emotions work inside of yourself, you can use your emotions to figure out um, not only why you have a particular thing that you do but how to how to move around it mm. an emotion an emotion isn't necessarily a feeling the feeling is the end result the, the emotion on, on more of a causal side is it's going to be it's going to be a relationship to your thoughts like uh, like if you get emotional because um you know your your friend who died had an orange pickup truck and whenever you see one you know you feel sad well you've connected the thought of the orange pickup truck to the feeling of sadness and it has nothing to do with the truck. And mm. Instead of simply feeling the sadness, use it as a marker within your, your own psyche to tell yourself, okay, what is it that, that, that's caught up in this stream of, of information? Because, you know, all the information is coming in. You didn't get caught up by the, the tree on the side of the road, the, the dog you saw in the car. It was the orange pickup truck. Okay, so that's the part of your psyche that you have to look at. What is it? What are the connections here? What is this? What is this, and why is sadness? And and the key to that is not necessarily asking the question, but answering. Because if you don't answer the question, the question is going to become a statement, and it's more likely going to be in opposition to yourself. Like, well, why do I do this? Well, if you don't answer that question, it's just going to become a statement. Why do I do this? Why do I do this? That sounds terrible. You don't want to ask yourself that all the day and have no answer. But <laughs> if you answer the question, then you can actually move past it. It, it remains the question as opposed to becoming a statement. See, the emotions, the emotions are like a sign to tell you that something is there to look at. You know, the, the feeling, it's, it's, uh, it's the effect. The, the, the side effect, I guess you could say, but that's how you tell what where something is in you, what's shaping. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Beautifully so said. Reason, right? And there's so many ways and reasons that you could be that way. I, I I find I like sitting and asking myself sometimes, like, when did you find out that you were like this? <laughs> you know. Mm. And, and I'll look back and I remember, you know, like say, you know, like I said, when I first got into the occult stuff and, I, and I'll, I'll try to make it more relevant, like closer to, you know, my adult life to make me feel like more connected with some other people that had different experiences. You know, I know a lot of people that grew up very religious and they almost, their rejection of religion was to go to, you know, 
the non the things that they were told not to do and that was never my intention it was really to um check out some magic tricks <laughs> you know so i would try to like come up with like a more you know like elaborate story i'd be like mm, let me make the story more elaborate so i can relate to these people more and i was like nah i mean it's always been there for me and that's what i like going back to i remember you know picking up the martian chronicles was this book that i read as a kid also by ray bradbury and um he had he was the one with all the abstract ideas about um martians and humanity and stuff like that and what kinds of things we were capable of and that book came out in 1954 and it was another book i read when i was 10 years old and those kinds of things really set the foundation for what i would do throughout the course of my life and i've pretty much been pursuing the same things my whole life and yeah like when i look back at it it's like i always want to say oh it happened in the last five years and there was this particular moment but for me it's kind of always been there Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it, there's no like re- that but that gives me less of a origin story. You know, for me it was like, man, was it always like that? Like was my past self like this and said, "Hey, bro, we got to continue the work." You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> like why would, you know, I was like I could think why like and I'll never have an answer because it's been there so long for me. Mm. You, you know like and that's what for me was was so intriguing about you know looking back at my own story is just like and that's why I like to hear other people's stories everybody got into it different like so many I've heard so many different stories about how everyone broke out of it it's almost like you know when you're like X-Men like you're reading X-Men and you know like this person's power is this and this person's power is that and they escape the, <laughs> you know whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you're all in the same spot, so it's like your origin story doesn't really do anything. <laughs> you know, it's just fun to tell your friends. You know. That's how- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <that's> funny. <laughs> right? It's like it don't matter really. Like in the grand scheme of things, like I want to be like it's this insane trauma. My mother beats me out of bed. I read the Bible every day. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus made me do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm like, I wish I was like really blasphemous, but it's like all that shit is kind of like a joke to me. Like straight up, mm. it never made sense to me. Yeah, roll blasphemy every now and then. It's wonderful, right? Like even the term <laughs> blasphemy doesn't make sense to me. I was like, wait, do y'all believe this shit? And they're like, yeah. I was like, but you don't believe in aliens? Nah. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I believe whatever. Like, straight up, if you got a video, if you got a YouTube video, and that shit makes sense to me, I'll be like, yeah, legit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll take a listen to it, you know? Like, I, I think everybody's idea creates a reality in another dimension mm, yeah i can see that for sure that's you know? because i've had some really vivid lucid dreams you know where you wake up and you're like god damn was that shit actually happening like you know um i had a friend i have a friend that i will will, will remain nameless <laughs> that says that she used to have dreams of demons trying to fuck her mm. and i was like get it Huh? Did you let him get it? 
Like the experience. Like it was like scary, bro. She was like, this is terrifying. Oh. She would tell her mom and she'd be like, that shit's not actually happening. And I was like, what? Like, what if it is though? <laughs> 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 right? And I was like, yo, but what actually happens? You know, I was like, those are the kind of questions like I would be asking. I'd be, I would ask the same shit as you. Did you let him hit though? But did you smash, though? And, and for me, that's one of the, the tragedies of um of Christianity is is how little ability it leaves you with to describe the things you're experiencing. Because mm. you know, just for her to say it was a demon, um, I my mind says anything that she sees that she thinks is scary and doesn't know what it is, she's gonna immediately call it a demon. Yep. You know, so so hearing that it's a demon doesn't doesn't necessarily tell me that it's a demon, especially from a Christian. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, there's like, a couple like, different like, definitions of what a demon is as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, religions they have so much more texture, I'll say, to texture and definition to to what reality is. It's not just angels, demons, and Jesus. You know, mm. gods, demigods, uh, spirits, demons, ghosts, fairies. You know, it's all types of other kinds of intricacy in other in other um, sects, I guess, if you will. But Christianity just kind of leaves you completely ignorant, and, and you have like two tools. You know, angel and demon. Mm. Other than that, you know, you're you, you're defenseless in in describing right. and describing your reality. Yeah, like an entity, right? Yeah, it's like there's mm-hmm. so many, and you're like, there's good ones and bad ones. And, yeah, um, and then the thing about that shit is that if you look at the definition of what an angel is, it's just as fucking terrifying as what a demon is. Yo, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, you guys, like, yo, so I, I read, I read part of um, what's that book, Dante's Inferno? Yeah. Uh, because of um, Bayonetta. I was playing Bayonetta, right? I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and, and all the angels is, are just as scary as the demon. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's this one in particular. This nigga sounded like Lurch. He was like, oh. oh. <laughs> he has like 800 eyes, like, you know, fucking hands out of his mouth and shit. Hey, imagine that shit fucking popping up in front of you and talking about I bring you fucking goodwill and you don't know what the fuck it is. You know, you're a typical Christian. That shit will fuck you up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Fucking big ass wings with a gang of eyes all over them and shit. Or it's so fucking blinding with its fucking radiance that can turn you fucking crazy or blind or some shit. Like, what the fuck? There was one one that was like as tall as the universe, right? Hmm. Yeah, there, yeah. There's like, there's a gang, like, and I was like, yo, this nigga was dreaming this. Could you imagine? You're like, what, what year was that shit in? I don't remember. Like, fourteen hundred, whenever, whenever. No, maybe it was nine hundred A.D. I can't remember when he writes this book. But mm-hmm. imagine you see all these wild things. You got to write this shit down and publish this shit, and people are like, yo, this motherfucker said he saw angels with eyes on him. <laughs> That's not what angels look like. Angels look beautiful. Like, the most beautiful angel is Lucifer. Go figure. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, they said the most beautiful creation. Right? But, but Lucifer was damn near God. He was God's right hand man. Right? Yeah. Right the high. According the to this story. Angel, the most high. Mm-hmm. And that's and one of the interesting things about um you know the, the way that they used to have all those descriptions of how angels are, because that's the same thing that other religions will do with their, their different deities, as opposed to just calling them all angels or demons, you know, they'll have different things. Like even like uh you look in Japan how they have their whole Shinto thing set up. Um <clears throat> but the different ways in which they describe them, the symbolism talks to speaks to the nature of whatever that entity is or that deity is. Like you're talking about a motherfucker with a hand coming out their mouth. You know, it's 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 reflective of the symbolism is reflective of the nature of the entity, not necessarily yeah. representation. Wow. Yeah. But once again they don't talk they're not gonna teach you that in church. Because you know Hell you're supposed nah. to do spooky thing. But I feel like it would help you like you said, it would totally help you you know, what it is that you're going through. Otherwise, they tell you, like, they got to beat it out of you or some shit like that. No, 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 it's not the point. The point is, the point of church ain't to help you get through nothing but your wallet. <laughs> Very uh, fucking you know, true. Very true. Itself between you and divinity and ask for some money. That's about it. I feel like I'd be more likely to give them niggas money if they told me what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> you know? You're like, yo, yeah, bro. Sure, what's going on? That that messes up the, the, the latest business model is return customers. You don't make things anymore that'll last forever. You make something that's gonna break so the person comes back. You know, yeah. like like prisons yeah. prisons. You know, you gotta have return customers. <laughs> that's the motto these days. They don't make shit. light bulbs that don't go out. They, they don't make light bulbs that don't go out anymore. They make light bulbs that go out after a certain point. You gotta go back and buy them again. Hmm. They don't want to help you. They want to make sure you keep coming back. Like healthcare. Healthcare isn't a cure. I didn't say a cure. <laughs> I'm gonna care <laughs> for you. It's like fucking animal husbandry. Niggas out here fucking livestock and taking care of you just like they take care of cows. Ain't nobody coming here. Ain't nobody trying to cure shit since polio. Ain't nobody trying to cure nothing. Right? You're the one that be posting all the the vaccines and shit. Hell yeah, man. Look, look, maybe a vaccine used to do something, but they ain't ain't doing the same thing no more. Uh -uh. Mm. (laughs) They ain't doing the same thing no more. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, that's just It's it's interesting to talk about, but uh, from one degree, you have to remember that a lot of people are going to fall for it. They're supposed to. Oh, hell yeah. It's not obvious to them. And it shouldn't be. You know? Yeah, fear is a fucking powerful, you know, a powerful fucking salesman, man. You know, you keep people afraid. You you ignite that, that fear that they already have inherently. Hey, you can mm-hmm. get them to do whatever the fuck you want, man. Oh, yeah. You see, people worried about the government coming to get them and put them in camp. Man, please, there's too many people for that. They already the did. Go, the government's going to fuck you up and have you begging to go. Yeah, they, right. They got they, you. They're going to have you exactly. begging. Exactly. They already exactly. Got you. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's called Target. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you think they got security cameras to, to keep you safe? Nah, that's to make sure they got that thing set up right. 
Yeah, they got yep. their phone and their security camera. They can watch all this shit. They're watching everything. I was like, damn. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, they got a wall. They got Walmart's and Target warehouses everywhere, boy. You clear them, clear them shelves <laughs> out. You put a bunch of people in there, right? We all, and then they put everything you need up in there. Mm-hmm. And they already got the logistics to ship it. They don't have to worry about how to get it to you because they've been doing it for decades. Man, man. <laughs> all right, so I got one more topic. <laughs> Since it's Black History Month, <laughs> I just want to talk about Chris Dorner right quick. Man. Wait, Chris Donner. Um, is that the dude from California? Yes, it is. The the guy who um uh hold on, hold on. Don't tell me, don't tell me, hold on. Um he uh he allegedly went on the shooting spree and they, they pinned him in the house and they burnt that shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got that nigga on my altar. Hell yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to make sure you was talking about the same person. Hell yeah, that nigga's on my uh, ancestor altar. Right? Yeah, I was like, yo, I've always wondered, because, you know, because it's Black History Month, I was like, I've always wondered, what did he do? What did he know? That's Mm -hmm. the only question I've ever had. I I always thought it was funny that they they, they basically just ritualistically burned this nigga on, on television. Like niggas is just watching. I'm just on like, TV. I was like, that was the ultimate sacrifice right there. You know, all the like, like either they actually burned this nigga or they took him somewhere and did some shit. Either way, they made a whole big scene of this shit. Man. I just, yeah, it was like nothing that big with a black dude since uh, OJ. <laughs> right? Yo. And look, it'd be funny if they put like regular niggas trials on television. You know, Motherfuckers yeah. wouldn't be acting like all surprised and shit about what the fuck goes on. Right? <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Nigga kill <laughs> a white girl, he get he get a week's worth of publicity, months. You know, nigga do some regular shit about to get 30 years. Don't nobody hear nothing about that. <laughs> shit. These crackers crazy. <laughs> Alright, hey, we were lost uh Steven. And I gotta get ready for a session. But, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yo, man, it was an absolute pleasure. I'm so happy you guys came on. We had this conversation. It was beautiful. Yeah, man, it's always fun. <laughs> right? And we'll do it. We'll do it again soon. I, I really want to. Uh, next time, I want to do you and your wife. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, for the podcast, that sounded funny. That was hilarious. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. <so> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy preaching poly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, like, uh, but I'm not a poet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we'll get together, man. We'll do this again. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Have a good one. You too.